what would you do if you found God in the garbage? Is our ignorance around how happiness works causing us to be unhealthy? Stay tuned as a Harvard-educated author makes the complex topics of heaven, gratitude, and health as simple as reading a children's book. If you're struggling with food addiction, appreciating what you have, or just need a spiritual boost, you don't want to miss this. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway. And this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Before we begin, let's go over today's scripture, Mark chapter 13, verse 13. And you will be hated by all for my namesake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. In all that we do, we must endure. Our next guest is challenging the status quo and is leading with love. She's taken on the challenging role of telling the world the truth. There is a saying that people love hearing good news about their bad habits. And, and I actually heard a great podcast from James Thomas, a Christ-centered life. And he said that people will follow a church and a pastor until the pastor says something that challenges their vices, who they are, and how they should carry themselves. Now, all of a sudden, they feel this may not be the right church for them. But he warns the listener about putting 100% of your faith in man. Now, as a disclaimer, he goes on to say that he is not anti-leader. He is anti-leader worship. And I took that as we should seek God first in all that we do and let him kind of sort out all the details about who's going to be the messenger. And our next guest is doing just that. She is a messenger with a great message. Well, let's pray and get this show started. Father God, thank you for allowing the guest to come onto this podcast and share her message. I believe you're working through her and my life has changed since meeting her. She has opened my heart and my mind and helped me understand you and your purpose for me. I pray that the listeners are blessed as much as I have been. May this podcast go as you planned with love, understanding, and with open hearts and minds. All of these things we ask in your name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, she is a Harvard-educated author of 40 books that help children's souls shine and a candid memoir for adults about how she overcame food addiction. She has dedicated her life to making complex topics simple. Can we please get a hand clap of praise for Bracca Getz? Hello, Bracca. Hey there. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're awesome. Um, as, you know, as some of the, the listeners may not know or people watching is that, you know, we had a meeting prior to and I had the pleasure um, of meeting you. And, and literally, this is probably taking about a month or so to kind of get on the book. So um, definitely worth the wait. I really appreciate you um, taking your time to spend with us. Thank you so much. So can you give the people kind of a short background of, of who you are, you know, what you do? Yeah. Like you said, I write 
I've written 40 books that help souls shine. Basically, I take deep, complex topics and make them as simple and joyful as possible so that children can absorb these concepts as early in life as possible and they don't have to play catch up later on in life. Yes. <laughs> right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And one concept I do want to talk about too is kind of like this joy and wealth, right? So we're, we're talking about the children and, you know, children in church are, are taught kind of just how to tithe, how to give to the less fortunate, but this joy aspect is, is pretty new. Can you kind of expound on that a little bit? Yeah, well, actually there is a teaching from the Talmud. So this is not coming from me. This is ancient wisdom. Who is rich? Those who are happy with what they have. Yes, that that's a really important saying. And you know, I don't think I told you this, but that's what's written on the gravestone of my father. Wow. He, he really, he really personified that in his life. And I have a book called The Happiness Box. It's dedicated to him because he gave me the gift of happiness. Yeah. That, that's beautiful. Beautiful. I, same thing. I didn't know it was ancient, but the idea is I, we, we preach that there, there's two ways to be wealthy. Either you can get everything that you want or you can want everything that you have. Yeah. Yes. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. So, you know, and um, a little side note, I know we just got into the topic, but um, I love that idea where great ideas are great ideas no matter where they come from, no matter what time and place that was, these are, this is ancient wisdom. And, you know, it even applies today. So, you know, great truths transcends time. And I want yes. my listeners to understand that. Yes. Timeless. I call it timeless wisdom. That's really what it is. Yes. 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 And speaking of timeless wisdom too, um, we talked about happiness, right? You talked about the book happiness. Can you kind of dive into what happiness is it, happiness is broad and, and my listeners know i talk about it all the time i said people say i'm happy um, people say i'm sad and i tell them you need to expand your vocabulary i'm uncomfortable i'm excited you know i'm anxious or i have joy you know those type of things help you build your um, emotional skill set right? Because sometimes it's not always just happy or sad. It's not like a dual. There's, there's ranges, right? So can you kind of talk about um, you, what you believe happiness is, how that works in your life, and how people who are listening can be happy? Yeah, to me, the key to happiness is gratitude. That's, mm. that's, that's really it. And I don't know, I want to tell you about the pleasure ladder, and that's the, the levels mm. of of joy. It, it, also, another thing in Judaism is that we have many, many Hebrew words for joy. Yeah. Like, you know how Eskimos have many words for snow because they yeah. can. Yeah, we have many, many words for joy. I, I, I'll, I'll share this. I don't know. In Judaism, I think you're interested to hear this, but the word for Judaism in Hebrew is Yehudi and Yehudi. So the middle of the word hoda'ah, hod, is gratitude. Mm. That's the essence of our life, being grateful. That's what we're here for. Right. And that's what we were created for. Really, we're here to be grateful, and we've gone so far off course from that. So that's, that's really the purpose that we were created for. What, 
what why did god need us what do we what do we want for our children we want our children to experience the greatest pleasure possible in life that's what the almighty wants for us to experience the greatest pleasure possible right. and sometimes there could be pain involved there could be challenges involved in order to reach that that level of pleasure but it's still for our ultimate happiness and that's something that I discovered because I, I didn't understand that in life. I didn't understand that there was an ultimate goodness mm. and that there is also an, an essence of goodness within each of us as well. Yes, because, I, I totally agree. And you're right. I think you hit it right on the nail as far as enjoyment. But I think where us as a society has become weak is that we have not earned our rest. So hundreds of years ago, people worked very hard and they really um, earned their rest and, and they could feel it. You know, if you, you have a hard day, let's think about it this way. You have a hard day, you've worked eight, nine hours straight, you're tired, you're frustrated. When you lay down, how good is that rest? It's just very enjoyable. But yes. what happens when you slept for 12 hours? You go get something, you lay back down. How comfortable is that rest? It's not. And it's, it's called the hedonic adaptation is where we're so comfortable for so long, we don't appreciate rest we don't appreciate the happiness and sometimes we get overwhelmed by the stimulus you know outside stimulus so much we can't even appreciate some of the small things that are happening um one thing i kind of want to talk about is those levels once again um can you break down those levels what they mean um how our listeners can can really put that into their life to make some changes exactly and and also i want to add what you just said sure this rabbi that changed my life way back, he no longer is alive, Rabbi Weinberg, but he, he explained, he would say, what's the opposite of pain? And everybody would say pleasure. Right. He, said, he said, the opposite of pain is comfort. Come on. That's just what you were talking about. It's the it, 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 comfort, it takes away the pain, but it doesn't take us to a place of pleasure. Mm. And that's possible for all of us at every moment. So, so what he explained was about the pleasure ladder. The pleasure ladder has five rungs and each of the five rungs corresponds to the five levels of the human soul. So this is universal. It's, it's, these are the levels of pleasure and the lowest level is all the physical pleasures, all the pleasures that we enjoy with our senses. We were made to enjoy these things. We were made to enjoy wonderful fruit, like amazing, to enjoy the color, the bright color, the juiciness, the way, you know, that it was made with a peel to keep the juiciness in for months. And and it when it becomes the ripe on the tree, that's when it gets bright, bright color. So we want to pick it. Everything was made for our ultimate, the highest enjoyment possible and designed with brilliance like the seeds inside that make it go on for infinity and in individually packaged. This is how we got the idea <laughs> individually packaged right. for, you know, for us to eat this right. amazing snack. Unbelievable. And oh, I got to add this here that these fruits and all the natural foods they are designed to be delicious and nutritious yes and this and the junk food that we've created out of greed is designed to be delicious and addictive mm. totally not 
the way these were designed by the infinite intelligence. So it's like and, a whole different thing. And finite. That's right. I exactly. That, I think that's the, I think that's an aspect that a lot of people, you know, don't think about is that, you know, an apple has apple seeds will make more apples and make more apples. And it's an infinite. It's almost like an embodiment of the special things that we have in this universe. And, and people ignore that. And a Snickers bar, Beautiful. you can't you can't plant a Snickers bar. <laughs> Get a Beautiful. Beautiful. And not only that, it actually worse than finite. It actually destroys the world like the garbage. Yeah. It puts it makes us unhealthier and it litters the world and it, you yes. know i mean it's really incredible so the, it's like oh in fact they say that like these natural foods the the that the junk food is more like um cigarettes and cocaine mm -hmm. than an orange it has more in common with cigarettes and cocaine than an orange that's how yeah. different it is you know right and also too you know you know we're getting off on the health aspect of it as well but it does have an addictive person you know uh, qualities to it you know that sugar rush is it's addictive and people get hooked on it right but you're not going to get addicted to oranges i've never seen anybody wake up in a cold sweat for oranges like ah, i need an orange i need an orange like, let's just go get some oranges it doesn't happen yeah. that way it's nutrition exactly and you don't end up overeating these you know no. i mean you don't eat a whole bag of oranges at once but a whole bag of potato chips for sure yeah. that's that's the problem it doesn't fill you this fills you up physically it nourishes you physically and spiritually how it fills you with gratitude for all the reasons you just said. It fills us with gratitude. Wow, here's an infinite gift I was just given to enjoy. And then you then you feel gratitude to source who created this, you know, as opposed to the source that created the addictive foods. Very unnatural. Yeah. The, the fat and the sugar that does not occur in nature in such a concentrated right. form. And that's what makes it, it makes it addictive for us because our bodies are craving the real nourishment and, and right. we're not getting it. So we no, just keep eating. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I said some of these companies, they're not making the food for you to be nutritious and healthy and to expand your life. They're making them for profit um, because exactly. they're making it addictive. So you do come back. Um, exactly. They're artificially making it that way. You know, they, they really cared about you. You know, and I, I tell this to a little side and I tell people, I said, you can probably describe your favorite food in 20 different details about how great it is, what you were doing when you first ate it and how you loved it. But that means you have gratitude for that food. And as opposed to fruits and vegetables, I ask you, how do you like that orange that you held up? People get clueless. They can't talk about the pill. They can't talk about how you can take it with you. You don't have to worry about it melting in the car. You know, it just has a lot of different properties. And, and for those who are listening and not the audio version, the video version will be on YouTube later. But, you know, Brock has been holding up fruits and vegetables. You know, you know, she has a bright orange orange and she has a bright red apple that she held up is because these things are natural. And what we really want to do is tap back into our natural senses, what God has really put us in here. Um, so we talked about natural pleasures. Right. So like exercise, dance, food. Can we move on to the next rung of, of happiness? What's, what's the next one? Exactly. The next rung is love. Yeah. And again, it's all about gratitude, love. People think it's you're waiting for someone to come into your life. You're lonely. Love, it's not dependent on anybody. In fact, every rung on this ladder is empowering. You can bring it into your life at any moment. I like to say that in prison, 
you can experience love, how the person is focusing on the grandmother that once did something nice and kind for them. That focus fills the person with a warm, emotional feeling of love and transforms that moment into a moment of gratitude. It changes them. It uplifts them and brings them an even more lasting pleasure than these natural physical things. So here there's more. Why do we overeat? We overeat and have addictions because we we get stuck. Mm. We get stuck on the comfort. Instead, when we experience the pleasure, then we are filled with gratitude and there's pleasure. And it's Mm. not that's how we get out of addictions by filling our lives with pleasure. So love It means focusing on the virtues of another. That's the definition. Mm -hmm. Appreciating something about someone else, which we could do at any moment. And what's even more, again, more connection. First, we're connecting to another object, a physical, natural thing. Now we're connecting to another being. What's the third level up? Meaning, Mm. doing something meaningful. When you do something meaningful, You are filled with an even more lasting pleasure, good and meaningful for the world. Again, you by gratitude, you want to give back to the world. What's even higher than doing something meaningful, doing something creative Mm. that's uniquely you putting a unique part of yourself into the world fills you with an even more lasting pleasure and you go into a zone you don't feel like eating or sleeping you're in this state of such pleasure from being creative we've all experienced that at some moment no matter what it is of how you're being creative but you're putting that unique part it's a tremendous pleasure as you could see each of these levels adds more connection you feel more connected to the world and you are emulating the almighty more and more with each level up too. So what's the highest level of all? Gotta be God. Yeah, well, yes. (laughs) It's that unity. It's the connection to source. It's that, and it's the connection to everybody and everything, seeing how we're all sharing the same energy, how we're all recycling the same energy amongst us. And like the vegetation, the trees outside my window, they are giving us oxygen. We're giving out the carbon dioxide. We're giving life. They're giving us life. It was all created in this amazing symbiotic way in this, in the most awesome garden that we were put in. That's really what we're in. That's really what the earth is. And we've, we've just gone off course through our egos, but getting back to source, through gratitude, we can see how we're all connected. The highest level is like when you're under the sky and you witness all these stars and the most starry, starry night, and you know you're a part of something so much bigger and an awesome universe. And also when we read timeless wisdom, when we absorb timeless wisdom, we are also getting to that place. Um, There's so many ways, or you can connect through talking to God directly. There's there's so many ways to feel that awesomeness, that sense of wonder. I and I read in psychology today, it was about a month ago that I read this. I can't get over it. You know, they 
when they do research, also when I was at Harvard, millions of dollars into research that you could find in the most ancient wisdom. It's already been discovered, you know? Right, right. The researchers have found that the most positive feeling, it reduces inflammation. Yes. It, re it reduces the disease-causing chemicals. The most positive thing that does this in the body is the state of awe, the state of mm. that state of oneness, the state of wonder, the state of transcendence. So, yeah. I mean, science is trying to catch up now. It's just validating what the directions that we were given for living from the very beginning. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, science even proves that the same things that make up the stars make up us, right? The, the, the same water, the chemicals, the carbon, you know, all those type of um, elements make us up and we, we are one. Um, I, I kind of want to kind of touch back on some of these layers because, you know, when you were explaining these layers to me, um, I had an aha moment, right? A moment where I started to transcend my own happiness um, as a creator um, on podcasts. You know, you know, I do all my, my marketing. I do all kind of my, my visuals and things of that nature. My firm, um, AB Ridgeway Wealth Management is an expression of me. So when somebody says, oh, I can, I can do this for you, or I can, I can create this for you. And it's like, I don't want you to do that because you're stripping me of my creativity, my ability to express myself authentically. And that's why we have this podcast. And that's why I have you on here as well, is because I want you to express yourself for who you are. You know, we have, we have separate religions, right? But the same is we have a similar message and I want you to be authentic to who you are. And anybody who's listening out there for that moment, this may be a Christian podcast, but I refuse to limit the, the knowledge that other people may have because I think God is everywhere. You know, I believe in his power and Baraka has brought an element that in my 37 years, I have not heard. And God has brought this to your ears now and he wants you to take it. So I want you to take the good, what you want, leave what you don't. It's just like a buffet. But these five have really changed because what I'm getting from her conversation is this, that the reason we have these food addictions, the reasons why we're keep going to fast food, not just because of the chemicals, is because we're not transcending our level of happiness to something that's more meaningful than just food or comfort to making us feel good in the moment. Love is going to help you overcome that food addiction. Having meaning in your life, having something to do is going to stop you from snacking on chips and watching TV. Being creative is going to fill you with all inspiring inspiration where you can express your gratitude for the world and actually bring something out of you. Because just like that, that apple expresses itself by planting, becoming a tree and, and growing even more apples. We want you to grow and expand your reach. As she said, reach more people because that one apple can feed a whole family or two. You know, we have orange trees is here in Louisiana and our neighbors give us bags and bags of oranges. And to the point was like, I love these. But I don't know if I can eat 40 oranges. And uh, I, I make this little joke for those who are listening as well. Um, Bracca makes a good point about fruits and vegetables. God has actually helped us. Did you notice that some of the, the most calorie dense foods are the hardest to get to? Your nuts. They're very hard to get to. It's, it's unnatural to have a handful of nuts that quickly that you can shove in your mouth. When you have it naturally, yes, you have a nutcracker. It takes time to break that down. Another thing, your jaw can only chew so much. So if you have celery, you only have 200, 300 chews before your, your jaw gets tired. Your body has these natural um, kind of the, uh, what do they call those things in Germany where um, it stops the speed from going uh, too fast? I can't think of the name. If I think about it, I'll let y'all know. 
But basically, they're like breaks. God is putting breaks on your food consumption. He's making sure you can't just infinitely chew all the food that you want to, right? These foods are nutritious. There's two elements to your food. There's capacity, and then there's a nutrition aspect. So you can only put so much food in your stomach at once. And then there's also nutritional density um, that your body is looking for. The reason why you keep eating is because your body hasn't gotten the nutrients it can use yet. So all those nutrients are just getting stored as fat and it's asking for more like, hey, I need more potassium. I need some more, you know, vitamin A, some vitamin C and you're not giving it to me. Okay. That's why it keeps, it keeps asking for more and more food. It's, it's not the addiction part. It's the fact that you don't have anything nutrient. I don't think anybody has eaten, you know, a big bowl of salad and says, I need more salad. I need more salad, right? It's because you're satisfied. Um, things that come from God are, are the beautiful things in this life. And I think we need to show gratitude for them. So we're going to take a quick break. I want to thank Braca for breaking that down for us, but we're going to get back. So don't go anywhere. Uh, we have a lot more. We're going to dive into her books. We're going to dive into who she is, kind of like her motivation, and we'll be right back. If you're struggling with your finances and looking for an advisor that shares your faith and not just your zip code, um, be sure to schedule your free consultation at www.adrwealthmanagement.com backslash consultation. Um, if you love the podcast, uh, we are sure you'll also love our faith and finance blog that releases new posts every Tuesday and Thursday, where you can find more articles on faith, finances, and how to avoid some of those financial pitfalls so you can retire and stay retired happily ever after. Just go to our website, click on Christian Media, and you'll have access to all the resources we provide for Christian investors like you for free. Um, before we get back to the show, let me just say, make sure you also follow us on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and YouTube. Just Google AB Ridgeway Wealth Management or check the description below and all links will be provided. Um, keep checking back because our merchandise store is coming soon. Welcome back. We are here with our special guest, Brock Get. If you're just joining us, we have spoken about the pleasure ladder, some key concepts around food and pleasure and how to make temporary pleasures feel better. Now we're going to dive a little bit deeper. Um, now, I do want to ask you, you know, you don't just write children's books. Can you tell us what it's like to take these complex topics for your books and translate them to um, simple ideas that even a child can digest? Yeah, the, I don't know. It just comes naturally to me to do that because parts of me are very much childlike. I still have that sense of wonder and awe about life. Right. So I just translate that with my adult brain and my childlike brain. I kind of am able to synthesize that into being able to take these deep topics and put them into words that children can understand. Mm. E even though I went to Harvard, my favorite books are still picture books. That's what I love the most. Simple, simple. I love, I don't like to read a lot of words. I like express things as simply as possible. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what Albert Einstein said, right? He says, make things as simple as possible, but not any more simple. Oh, yes. <laughs> he did it perfectly. E equals MC squared. That's it. Energy, all mass. We're all connected. He absolutely showed that. Yes. We're, we're we're completely connected, the mass and the energy, we're all one. It's yeah. amazing. Can you talk about some of your books? Do you have any of the books that maybe you could show the audience or, or those who are, are watching now? 
Yes, sure. I, I, my newest book is Let's Stay Healthy. This is a picture book that um, actually my books have all been published by different publishers. And when I wrote this book, my youngest children said, we want to publish this book, nobody else. So they actually opened a company and they started publishing it. This is a brand new thing. <laughs> so it's really exciting that my children want to get my messages out into the world as much as me, which I love it. So it basically explains, it explains why is it like you were saying, when we eat unhealthy things, why, why does it cause inflammation in our body and that right. inflammation causes disease? I mean, I thought about this myself. See, my background's in science. I went to medical school. This is what I love. So basically, when we eat something, think about it. What does our body do? When, when, what does our body do when we get a sore, when we get a cut, when we become bloody? Everything exactly, and it, there's an inflammation that happens, and all the vessels start running to help out. So when we eat something unhealthy, it's also seen as something foreign happening, danger. Mm. So there's inflammation, and in every the body starts working overtime. So one, so if we eat a little junk food, no big deal. But when we overeat it and we keep eating it, that causes chronic inflammation. That's why we get these chronic diseases. And that's why children now, type 2 diabetes has mm. become widespread. Yes. This never used to be a problem with children. I wrote it down. In 1915, 17.5 pounds of sugar was eaten by average wow. uh, a year. In 2011, 150 pounds per year, the average adult. It's huge difference how we're eating. We got to go back. We yeah. got to go back to the, the wise way to eat. So in this book, I explain not only about healthy eating on a child's level and why it's important. Yeah. Also exercise. Our bodies were designed to move yeah. and it brings us joy. It's one of the pleasures. It also gets the lymph system moving. It doesn't move around unless we're moving. And it was designed that way. So I explain. That's what children love about the book. I'm not just saying do this, do that. I explain right. why, why it works. And all kinds. Yeah, go ahead. I, I did want to point out, too, you know, for all, for all of my listeners who are out there and you go, well, you know, I don't eat that perfect, but I feel good. And say. No, you're still being hurt. What happens is your body is getting tired of sending the signals because you're not listening to it. Mm. The first time you got that stomach ache, the, the first time you overate and you laid down, what happens is your body sends the signal. Hey, this doesn't feel good. I don't like this. Hey, I'm, I'm you know, I got a lot of inflammation. This is terrible. But then when, when you stop responding, it stops sending the signal. You stop. It's like, listen, it's, it's, it's pointless. That's why you're in that cycle. But until you get out of that cycle, do you really see how bad things were, where your blood pressure starts to come down now? Because now people say, well, that's just what my blood pressure is. No, that's what your blood pressure has become. It's not what your blood pressure is. And your body has a natural way to heal itself if you start giving it the tools necessary to heal itself. And that's what we're doing. I said, um, the funny thing is, is there's a little joke and I hope I get this right. But they said, we don't have a lot of money. Everything becomes a hammer. But the idea is that you don't have the proper tools to help build that foundation that you want. And that's why we're having all these early onset diseases. And we're running to medicine to try to fix the things that are naturally healing their own bodies if we just give it the tools necessary to build it. That was brilliant. I love that. And if you if you have wealth, why, 
why not have the health to enjoy it? Yes. Otherwise, you know, you're going to have this wealth and you won't even be here to enjoy it. So the healthy we, healthier we are, the more we can enjoy all the blessings in our life and all the things that we've worked hard for. It just makes sense. Yes. You know, it, it makes scientific sense to eat in a healthy way. And yes. like, for instance, would you pour soda on a plant? No. You know, if you, you yeah, do that experiment and you will see that the plant will die, I think, in like three days. It, it just wow. can't last. Wow. But like you said, we've gotten used to this. And th th there's there's a show called My 500 Pound Life. 600. 600. I'm so glad you <laughs> told me that. OK, so the people actually say this is the only thing that gives me pleasure anymore, eating this this food the junk and like so that's the problem we need now that you've heard about the pleasure ladder now you have the vision in yes. front of you now you know what really brings you lasting pleasure yes. and you can fill your life with so much more pleasure it's a different life once you understand this and, and yeah exactly. now i'll put one more point out there too you know the tough part is that you know as human beings we can convince ourselves of anything Right. So you can convince yourself that everything is fine. You can convince yourself that nothing's the problem. You can convince yourself that, no, I don't need to make any changes. But deep down inside, I think that, you know, um, and I think that you need to maybe get some research and, and listen to people like Braca, who you know, has the background and also do some other research. You know, we, we talk about seeking many counselors. It's, it's, it's biblically backed that we should seek many counselors and our plans are going to be established. Right. But if we try to lean on our own understanding, you know, our plans fall apart. So you can have every intention to be healthy, all that you want. But if you're not going out there proactively studying, proactively learning about life and applying it, not just reading it, because I, I run across a lot of people who read a lot of great stuff and they make a lot of great points. But when it comes to the application and actually doing it, 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 it bears no fruit. Uh, pun intended, <laughs> but the idea, <laughs> but the idea is to practice, do something small, just have an apple. I, I tell people it's like, don't worry about trying to replace your whole diet. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Just add into your diet and edge out the other things. Like if you have a cup of soda, you could just pour water in it, enough water in it. That soda is going to become water. You don't have to pour the cup out and then put fresh water in there. It's going to happen over time. Very gradually. I was talking to my son real briefly, but I told him, I said, son, everybody's on a diet. There's no such thing as going on a diet. A diet just represents what you consume in a day-to-day -day basis. So, so I don't want to go on a diet. You are on a diet. You're eating Snickers, you're eating this, you're eating fast food. That is your diet. And you're doing a very great job out of it. And the outcome, you're accomplishing that. You're getting bigger. You're getting unhealthier. That's, that's what's happening. But if you, if you change your diet, not necessarily go on a diet, change your diet, your outcomes are going to change because your output is reflective of the choices you made. I tell people all the time, you are an accumulations of your past choices today. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't change because if you change your decisions, you can change your outcomes. Excellent. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's uh, let's move on a little bit here because you wrote a book about overcoming food addiction. Yes. Searching for God in the garbage. That's it. Yes. This is the only book I wrote for adults. And I say that I did not really write it because it was more compiling it. I don't like to write long things. I took like the highlights from my diaries and my journals and my letters 
So it's a documentary kind of, I, it's a psychological mystery because when I get to the end of compiling this book, then I saw the thread going through the whole book. Mm. Why did I develop the food addictions and how did I heal from them? Yes. Why? Why did filling myself spiritually, why was that the end to my addictions? I couldn't understand until I put this book together. And that's <laughs> when I saw it, you know. Yeah. So I kind of had the epiphany reading, putting it together. And at the end of the book, I really understand how it happened. And that's what I'm sharing with other people. It's, it's also the story of how I became an Orthodox Jew mm. because I wasn't brought up that way. I wasn't brought up you know, uh, in a spiritual, with a spiritual understanding and as sweet and loving as my parents were, they didn't, they never got an education in, uh, in the spiritual wisdom. Mm. They never, they never learned that they didn't appreciate it. So even though my life was very full and wonderful, I felt there was something missing and I didn't know what it was. Because I didn't have the spiritual understanding. I'd go around, I'd say, what's the point of life? We wake up every day to, to make money, to mm. buy food, to, to live another day to make money, to buy food. What's it, what's it all for? Right. There's got to be a higher purpose. So, and I didn't know what it was. And I went searching for years until I found it. And that's why the food addictions got so bad and so desperate. In fact, when I was in medical school, it was the worst. Mm. I, I look fine on the outside, but inside my behaviors, when you're when you have an addiction, you you're doing things in secret. Right. People don't know about it. And you, crazy stuff that I was doing when I could have lived in a normal way, but I couldn't mm. because I had such a drive because I had a genuine hunger. That's what I recognized from writing this book. The hunger was real, but I didn't know what I was hungry for. And now when I have, my life is filled with gratitude and spiritual nourishment and joy. Of course, difficult things happen to me and there are challenges, but I'm never running on empty anymore. Mm -hmm. There's always a, a, a basic level of gratitude now because I understand that there is, an overall purpose to life. There's a source of goodness and that we're all here to accomplish good things that this has changed my life. So, that, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So on this gratitude part, so you've written over 40 books, um, searching for God in the garbage. It, how do you get that message out? Right? Because I mean, somebody's thinking like, wow, she's written, she's written 40 children's book. That's a lot of writing. Um, how does she go out there and, and sell and, and get those things done? Oh, I love doing things like this. You see, I call it, I never call, I tell people, once you've written a book, that's just the beginning. Mm. Don't think people are going to buy your book, how they even know about it. Mm. And I don't call it marketing. I call it revealing. I'm mm. revealing. I'm sharing. I'm sharing this wisdom. That's what I'm doing. I'm sharing my message. If you have an important message that you want to share that can help other people, then you never get tired. You always have energy to do this. I could do this all day long, just about, you know, <laughs> you need I to mean, rest. You have to earn exactly, your rest. <laughs> exactly. But I love sharing. So I go on lots of shows and I, I'm just always sharing about this is what I love to do, to have conversations about what are the most important things in life. 
You know, I've recently had an interview with Bill Jensen. Uh, he was on our show. He's a retired, uh, retired colonel. He used to work at the Pentagon. And the title of the episode was Living on a Prayer, Leaning on God's Provision to Gain Clients. And his perspective was just like yours. I'm not going to go out there and just proactively try to convince people to come talk to me. I'm allow God to let the people who are supposed to come into my life come into my life. But then once they're there, that is an opportunity to express yourself, to say, hey, I'm sharing. Like you could take it if you want to, um, but I'm not going to force you. And I think that's where me and you um, really align. Um, the same thing with what I do at my firm. I am not going to convince you why you should come over to our firm. What I'm going to do is give you all the resources and the value that I am. If you enjoy it, you do. But I can talk about finances all, all day. Excuse me. You know, when you talked about um, the food addiction, in my head as a financial advisor, right? Financial advisors say the darndest thing. That's a very expensive addiction. <laughs> food addiction is very expensive. So anybody who's frugal, a food addiction is not what you want. The thing is, it's not only has the implications for the purchase of the food, but of the medication and the hospitalization that may come later on. So you're thinking that, okay, McDonald's is only selling me a $1 McChicken sandwich or a hamburger, but they're going to cost me 10 to $20 in medical bills in 20 years if I do consume it. So when we're talking about it from a mathematical perspective, being overweight is what they call a King's disease, right? King's uh, a long time ago was the one that was getting gout. They were the one that were getting diabetes. They were the ones that were having the heart conditions because they had such rich food. They had the money to get all the best foods. So the idea here is that we're all kind of suffering from this King disease now where we can have food 24 hours a day. There's no fasting period to break down the cells, excuse me, and, and get everything out of there. So the idea here is rest. The idea here is financial. So I said all that to say this, that I want you all to go check out Bronca right now because she has a message and the message is not just in this 30, 40 minute conversation that we're having. Her knowledge runs a lot deeper. And trust me, we had a whole hour that we talked <laughs> prior to this. This is only the tip of the iceberg. She has so much more to offer. Her books are very easy to read. They're very easy to get to. She is always available to talk to your group, to share, to understand where she's coming from, for you to get a better understanding about your path in life, because her value comes from reaching you and bringing out the best in you. Because if you've learned anything from this conversation, we are each other. If we're made up of the universe, Brock is a part of me. I'm a part of Brocka. Everyone she touches is a part of me. Everyone who's listening to this right now is being affected by her choices and how she learns to share. So Brocka, can you let people know where they can find your books? Because I, I know a lot of people are like, okay, who's this person? You know, how do we get her books? You know, I want to make sure that I get in support. Sure. Uh, well, I, I, I direct now people to go to the website that my children created, the Getz Bookshop. You see how to spell Getz. And from there, you could get all the books from Amazon, but everything's there in one place. So, yeah, it brings joy to my children, brings joy to me if you go to that place. And I tell people, you don't have to buy the books. You know, if you have the books, then you can review them and they could really implant within you. But you could also get them from your library. You could have the library order them. The public library can mm. get them. We want the message out in the world. That's the main thing. We got to get back on course. And, and, and so everybody can enjoy 
the stairway from heaven to earth. That's what the pleasure ladder is. It's the stairway to heaven right on earth that's available to all of us. Um, and all who are listening, uh, the information and links are going to be in the description below the video or below the podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast from. And GETS is uh, spelled G-O-E-T-Z. So it's G-O-E-T-Z for GETS. Um, I will be remiss um, if we don't kind of touch on this next subject here, um, I kind of want to dive into you, who you are, right? So we talked about the food addiction. We talked about the pleasure ladder. Uh, we talked about your books and how you're impacting, you know, these children one book at a time. Um, before we move forward, can you let them know how to actually recommend um, a book for their library? So, you know, what's the process? Do they go in? They say, hey, you know, I want to you know, I, I need this book at the library. How, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, it's that easy. <laughs> oh, okay. you, just, you just call up or you tell them the title and they order it. They're so happy to do that. Yeah, Okay. And exactly. Then, and do they need your, they can go to your bookstore. They can, they can order it there. Yeah, they could order it there. The, the library will take care of it. You give them the name, the author's name and the title and they take it from there. Okay, yes. so they'll reach out to you. They'll reach out to you and get a copy from you. Right. Not for me, but my children. I, I don't deal with the business. No. <laughs> okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure too. So I, I do want to thank you too. So I, I want to make a slight shift before we wrap up here, but I do want to thank you for your transparency as a human being, right? The ability to live shamelessly, the, the ability to be authentic to who you are, what your message is and being consistent. Um, those are some of the elements we really want to bring to our show because we talk about faith. We talk about finances, but we also talk about faith. And I think faith to me is believing in something that's unseen. And for you, the elements of happiness, joy, value of being present, those are unseen elements that we have to have faith exist. And you shine a strong light on that. And I think a lot of people, once they listen to this uh, podcast and really dive into your concepts, they'll realize that there's a lot of deep wisdom in your simplicity. So they may be listening and go, oh, okay, the five ladders, okay, food, you know, love, creativity. But when they really take a, a dive into themselves, if I did, um, a lot of writing, a lot of meditating on what you said and realizing that some of the anger or maybe some of the frustration or some of the anxiety that we develop or even some of the depression that we're developing is because we're operating on such a low level of happiness. But if we expand our touch to love and creativity and meaningful, like, yes, we do work eight hours a day, but is it meaningful? Yes, I do run a podcast, but this conversation is meaningful. You know, I'm doing what I'm love It's creative. I'm transcending. And that's why these conversations has me such an on, hopefully as a listener, you as well. Um, one more point I do want to make too, is that removing labels, you are Harvard educated, you know, you do go back from Israel to, you know, to America back and forth, but that's not what's really important about you. And that's what I got from our conversation is that you're a great human being, period, full stop, no matter what label you want to put on anybody else. If God said, Hey, what are some of the good people that you met? I want to be able to say, hey, I met Bracca. You know, from what I know from her and our experience, this is where we want to go. That's the direction. So I definitely want to show gratitude to you um, for coming on. Thank you so much. And, you know, humility is really recognizing that God is giving us all these gifts. Yes. That's it. 
all the books come to me that way. I, I describe it when I talk to children. It's like rain coming down, just pours down. And that's how I'm the vessel. We're just a vessel. So it is greatness, but it's not. It's like it's not coming from us. It's not ego. It's it's God's greatness yes. that we get a chance to channel to be vessels to share in the world. Yes, right. yes, yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we can talk to Braca all day, but I think it's time for you to go out and get your books, go to your local library. I want you to request it any and everywhere you can find the books. But if you want to support Braca, I'm I am making a recommendation to buy the book. The reason is, is because we spend all of our money on junk food for people that's trying to do bad things in our life. Why can't we take some of those same funds and support somebody who's actually doing some good things in this life and expand that message above and beyond? You know, I don't think good information should be free and bad information we should have to pay for. There's a lot of people trying to um, swindle us or, you know, take money from us. But to, to have these lessons um, that are full of ancient wisdom. And listen, I, I read a lot of books. I've, I like them. <laughs> so my cosign means anything. But I hope that you have been blessed. Um, don't worry, this may not be the last time that you hear from Braca. Um, as many of our listeners know, we are planning to have an end of the year reunion for all of our guests um, and have a roundtable discussion. So if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure that you send us an email at info at abrwealthmanagement.com and kind of vote for your favorite guest. All links will be in the description below. Braca, we want to be hospitable and give you an opportunity to say any final thoughts that you may have. Oh my gosh. I love being on this show. You are amazing. This was, <laughs> this was totally awesome. Thank really. You. I, thank you. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Well, you're, you're invited back to the show anytime. So if you have a new book, if something that's coming out, as always, we want to invite you onto the platform um, because there's a lot of wisdom that you have there. So ladies and gentlemen, that would be it from us. <laughs> I hope that you've been blessed as always. This episode was created by AB Ridgeway, owner of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnestine podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.